Blog Talk Radio. It is 3 p.m. on January 7, 2017, and you are listening to Journey into Passion with me, Anika S. on Everyday Folks Radio. Happy one-year radio anniversary to the Everyday Folks Radio Network. It was this time last year that Billy Jones launched the network, and since then he has added two new shows, mine and as well as Keeping Up with, K- with the Ladies of Keeping Up with K-Pop. Make sure you tune in tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the return of BJ Speaks as Billy discusses what's in store for 2017. There are some exciting things coming up, so you don't want to miss it. Also, tune in every other Friday for Keeping Up With K-Pop. On this show, you will get a glimpse into the fascinating culture of Korean pop. You can go to the Everyday Folks Radio Network listing to find showtimes. Welcome to the official launch Finally, of the health and fitness series on Journey into Passion with the NIKS. I am planning some exciting things for this ongoing series, and I just want to make sure that you go to my Facebook page at www.facebook.com slash Journey into Passion with the NIKS for more information. I'll be posting things. I'll be posting tips. I'll be posting what's coming up. And so just make sure that you go to that each week, each day, and you never know what I might be posting. I want to welcome my first-time listeners, and thank you so much to those of you who've been regularly tuning in. Welcome to your Encouragement and Inspiration Hour, where information is provided to help you as you go on your journey towards your passions. All right, now it's time for my grateful segment. I am so glad and so blessed to be surrounded by like-minded people who are passionate about what they are doing and willing to support the efforts of others. Today, I'm going to reintroduce you to two of those people that will be joining me on the official launch. If you would like to ha- uh, ask a question or share a comment during today's broadcast, please call 347-539-5372 or send an email to anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. Now, before we begin, any information that's provided on this show needs to be con- carefully considered before trying it for yourself. Also, for beginners, take any information that you may feel helpful to you with you on your next doctor's visit to make sure that what you're doing is best for you. We don't know what your physical or nutritional limitations are, so please consult your physician first if this is something that you're doing for the first time or is something that you haven't done for a while. Safety is paramount. Now let's begin. We have a lot to cover, so um, if we don't get to everything today, we're going to continue this on future conversations because, like I said, this is going to be an ongoing series. So for my regular listeners, you are familiar with these next guests. You met the first guest when she made her radio debut on my show and became my first interview back on June June 11th of last year. I want you to say hello to Shay, Nabandia Shay Shepherd-Hood. Shay, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Excellent, excellent. How you doing? I am wonderful. Um, it's a little rainy today, but um, yeah. <laughs> but I started my year great, and I am excited to be on the show here with you. Excellent. And you know my second guest when she came on the show on July 9th and became uh, one of the first faces on my show flyers, if you, if you remember that. Her name is Leslie Green Major for Overcomers Fitness, and I'm going to bring her on now. Leslie, welcome back. Oh, oh thank you so much. Um, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> hello. All right. Now, today I want to start with the health and fitness conversation. Uh, I want to start this health and fitness conversation with the subject of weight loss because, of course, this is the time of year when everybody's hitting the gym They want to get in shape. They want to lose those pounds. And so I think this is a great way to start this conversation. Um, And there always seems to be some point where you give up. You know, maybe about February or March you say, you know what, this is not working out. 
And so the first thing I want to, I want to start with is, well, let, let's, let's backtrack. I want to make sure that people get to know you first. So, Shay, let's start with you. You're a wife and mother of three children, and you started the, great, the Facebook group of Get Fit Forever. So give us some, some more background on why you started this Get Fit Forever group. Well, um, for those that don't know my journey, um, I actually, I've, I would say that I've been health sensitive for years. Um, like most people, I would diet for a dress, a party, a holiday, a trip, and then as soon as the trip would come, I would, um, it would completely fall off. And I would go through that cycle all year long. My birthday would be coming. I would go back and forth with my weight. And so I fluctuated. Well, in 2014, I was diagnosed with cancer. And so when you find out that your life is under attack and it's being attacked by something that takes a lot of people down, it forces you to make some adjustments and to see um, life for what it is and, and, and decide that you've got to go into a deep fight. So that's what I had to do. I had to um, readjust things in my exercise and my health and wellness. As far as my diet, I became a vegan and an organic vegan at first. And so I was very transparent about that journey because um, I wanted the people that were supporting me, I wanted to be able to support me, but I also wanted to um, share my journey because you need that. That's an important part of the process. And as I was becoming transparent about these changes, about these doctor's reports, about what was happening, um, I began to educate myself on where I wanted to go. But then people began to attach to my journey, and they began to say, wow, we see your results. What are you doing, and how can I be a part of that? And so once Everyone began to say, what are you eating? How are you losing weight? How are you? My blood pressure was high, and, and I was able to um, wean my way off of those medications, and people were, how are you doing that? And so the more that I began to share that, um, God placed on my heart that um, I should take it and make it a movement. And so I began to discuss and um, pray about it, and um, I knew I needed to call it something because I, I started writing diet plans and I started working out with groups and I started to um, to do my own research, and, and God was calling me in the area of just overall holistic living and being natural and, and not just being on a diet but really making lifestyle changes that were permanent. And so the more that I began to dig deeper into that, that's when the name Get Fit Forever, it, that's when it, it began to evolve and God placed it on my heart. And so um, that's when I created the Facebook group. And I began to dig deeper into that, and people more and more began to say, how can I be a part of that? How can I join you? And once that started, it just kind of blew up. And so here we are now um, a year and a half later, and it's still going strong. Excellent. Now, Leslie, you're a mother of one and uh, one one daughter, and you started your Facebook group called Over Fitness Network, Overcomers Fitness Network. And I love I love both of these names, Get Fit Forever and Overcomers Fitness Network. Why did you give it that name, and what were your goals for this group? Well, um, uh, if I could just backtrack for a moment, uh, mm-hmm. I would say uh, in the years of 1998-99, I was going through a very trying time um, dealing with uh, emotional verbal abuse in my marital relationship. And one of the things that really helped me to stay focused and faithful was exercise, and I would say more specifically walking. It would just give me that time to to regroup, to pray, um, and to hear from the Lord. Um, during that time, and it helped to strengthen me in my faith walk. And so during that time, I was doing a lot of writing, and one of the things that God gave me was Overcomers Fitness Network. And um, one one of the goals is for individuals or persons to really see how beneficial exercise can be in just overcoming trials and tests uh, in life, you know, it can help you refocus your mind, 
and your body you're 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 relieving that stress <laughs> when you get out there mm-hmm. on the on the track whether you're running or walking uh, a lot of times one of the strategies that I would use is to go walking with a friend before I'd get home so a lot of times you know we can tell people all the time that are in tests uh, or trying situations or relationships or whatever they may encounter, we can tell them all the time, okay, pray about it. But there are some things that we can do while we're praying about it. And that was one of the strategies that I used at that time that really helped me um, relieve the stress, relieve the pressure, and release it to God. We release through prayer, but we can also release those things physically so that the trying test and uh, times really won't affect our bodies in an adverse, adverse way. Because a lot of times I'm no doctor, I'm no physician, but I do know that stress causes a lot uh, of, of or is an, uh, provides an open door to different illnesses and things that can attack our bodies and and. And, you know, I have no documentation on that, but I know in terms of uh, different things that I've read and researched, even about the effects of stress on the body, um, and different things I think that we hold in and we hold on to, because a lot of times when you're in those type of situations, when you're in a marital relationship, you're dealing with abuse, you're dealing with any type of domestic violence, you're actually a lot of times in a situation where you could be isolated and then there are not those that you really feel that you can talk to in confidence about what you're going through without there being a backlash from your spouse. So that's how it really, really began. And I, uh, the Lord led me to get back to that um, in the past year or so. I created the group. The focus is exercise at the moment and and eating clean and um, various uh, sharing various types of information that can really uh, undergird or help to edify and build people up, Um, not just in in the Word of God, though that is important, but also build them up with information. Um, And and we have people from all walks of life that are a part of our group online and uh, that can really get get a great deal out of that information. Overcomers Fitness Network is just what it is and hopefully it is that 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 light that light of hope that we all hope to be as believers um for those that want to lose weight, for those who have other issues that could have caused or brought on that weight gain or those that are dealing with different illnesses and um, diseases that have affected their bodies. Awesome. Now, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to bring you you two ladies specifically on this show is because, you know, I, I, I kept thinking about what am I going to call this, and I said just end the struggle because this is a, this is an ongoing, constant struggle. I think you two are great for this because you, you understand that ongoing, constant struggle and because yes. you actually took, yeah, and you actually took your 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 um the situations that you've gone through physically, mentally, emotionally, and you've actually put put it all into these amazing ventures that you that you've created. And so I just thought perfect perfect people to start this show. And so let's let's go into that part of it since you both of you brought that up, um, Shay. One of the things that you um, you talk about in the in the get get fit forever is that you just you just want people to to realize that this is this is an ongoing process and you and you not only have to deal with the physical but also the emotional, right? Right, right. Um, absolutely. Uh, I I think uh, in the struggle is actually a great way to say it, but um, ending the struggle it, that's really about how you see that statement. Because really the struggle is understanding why you need to do what you do and ending the pressure of feeling like you can't do it and just implementing strategies that get it done. Because we're always going to um, 
we're always going to, until you find that place in your life where you have the balance that you're happy with, you're always going to be adjusting your diet. You're always going to be adjusting your fitness levels. It's going to be based on your lifestyle, your, your, your habits, your um, vacations. It's going to be influenced by your environment. So you're always going to have this fluctuation in, your, in your, your wellness. And so ending the struggle is just really saying that you find that balance. You understand how to make your body work for you and knowing that mentally you can beat those things that take your body down. And so you're never going to really um, end that fluctuation of your weight. I know people who are um, lifelong runners and, and avid vegans, and, and they talk about the pounds that just come overnight, and, and there's, there's things that influence that. And so you're really ending that mental struggle that says, I'm going to worry about every little pound. I'm going to stress myself over every little meal. I'm going to um, be so hard on myself and punish myself. And really you just say, you know what, I'm going to love me. And how do I do that? How do I love myself and love my future and embrace the fact that this is a lifelong journey to um, to not just dying, but you want to, you want to die young at an old age. And so how do you do that? And and it's really telling yourself that, that this is what the goal is. The goal is to be healthy. And so that's just incorporating good habits. That's just not saying that I'm going to punish myself every time I do wrong, but I'm going to reward myself every time I do right. And so you right. really just just change how you see it and you change and you implement strategy and you you become detailed about how you live and, and you stop just living just to eat but you start eating to live. And so you incorporate um, nutrients and you, and you do your own little research and just little things like adding water and, and adding a vegetable and, and replacing things and, and, and really just listening to your body. Your body will tell you everything that you need to know. And I think the big thing for me with Get Fit Forever is understanding that if you're going to do this for life, you've got to find balance. You've got to find that happy medium. You've got to understand that, um, you're constantly readjusting. You're constantly changing how you see things. As age sets in, you might need to um, change certain habits because they're, genetically you might be prone to acne. And so once you start hitting those things in your life and, and things start to, to show themselves, then you may have to adjust how you eat. And so you're just listening to your body and listening to your, your mental state and saying, you know what, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with not having to be a certain size, but just knowing that I'm happy with what I see in the mirror, who I am in the mirror, and just waking up every day and say, today I'm going to win the day and really move forward in being um, whole in your holistic journey. Yeah. One of the things I love is that, um, because, you know, when you look at uh, fitness trainers, you know, a lot of times they may be a size zero, size two, um, but you all have decided that you're going to go ahead and um, help people at, at the size that you are now. You're not waiting to, or you're not even trying to get to that size zero or size two. Cause sometimes that can be intimidating. So I actually like right. to see a healthier trainer. I like to see somebody right. that can feel that they can relate to me more. You know what I mean? Right. So Leslie, what are, your, what, are your, what are your thoughts on that? I totally agree. Um, I think there's too much pressure in society uh, as it is uh, in the media, uh, whether it's magazines uh, or, or, you know, television, um, entertainment industry, and, and they all have their great points and, and their benefits. And there are a lot of entertainers and uh, actors and singers, dancers who contribute a great deal to our society. But unfortunately, a lot of the young people uh, really kind of tailor their began to tailor their lives based upon the image or images that they see. And hopefully, okay. uh, in all that I do, I can be an advocate for healthy living, <laughs> healthy living, yeah. and and being healthy. Uh, the ho- the whole craze with uh, the waist trainers, and I know that they have their place. Um, but I've actually, you know, interviewed and spoken to a chiropractor about the benefits of that, or the, or, or the things that are not so great about um, doing uh, or participating in that that trend with using the waist trainer at this time. Um, I think 
when you are approaching anything from a, a place of trying to improve your life and to prove improve your approach to eating and and not dieting necessarily not not approaching it from the standpoint of I'm going to do this for now uh, and then I'm going to get off. Well, that's not looking at it from a lifelong perspective. You know, that's mm-hmm. not we in anything or any habits that we create in our lives. We want that to be something that establishes a foundation that we can pass on from one generation to the other. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, historically. For blacks in America, in terms of slavery, we we didn't always have the best foods. We didn't have the best choices of foods. So traditionally, some things have been passed on from one one generation to, to the other in terms of uh, the types of foods that we eat, and and that's okay to a certain extent. But we all have to look at the benefits and the disadvantages of those uh, diets that we have passed on from one generation to the other. Um, and and how that may not be good for this generation in terms of because the food is different and the industry is different. But in terms of your question specifically as it relates to uh, a trainer or coach that is not necessarily a size two, I think the majority, I think statistics will show that most women in particular are not that a runway model size. <laughs> exactly. uh, most are <laughs> most are be are are the sizes of uh, what fourteen, uh, yeah, fourteen to, to eighteen mm-hmm. or in in that range, twelve to right. fourteen, or twelve to sixteen or eighteen, that range or even higher. So we have to, I think, in terms of the industry, the fitness industry overall, we really have to look at the the whole picture, you know, look at right. look at those that we really service and, and cater our services to those who, who really desire to live healthier lives uh, overall that will not only affect and change their life, but will affect and change the lives of their family. Because let's face it, when, when mama is, is focused on changing the diet and changing how she cooks and, <laughs> and changing how she does her grocery shopping and changing how, how she approaches life, the whole family is going to be affected. And right. then generations are affected for the better. Yeah. yeah. Now, we are, all, if you can believe it, we are 37 minutes into the show. And if you have a question for Shay, Leslie, or myself, or maybe you want to uh, share a comment for today's broadcast, please call 347-539-5372 or send an email to anikepassionjourney at gmail.com. I want to get into one of the first emails. It's from Alicia in Atlanta, and she says, what are some good breakfast items to prepare before heading out to work? Well, I can I can say I, one of the things that I do is that. Hello, oh, I began to. Be, oh, okay, you're there. <laughs> oh yeah, um, one of the things that I've begun to do, and and I would not say that I am perfect at meal prepping. I think we we all have to be realistic that you know in our lives sometimes weekends are busy, especially if we have families, we have kids, we have the husband, we have different things pulling on us on the weekends. But I've begun to try to make it a habit on Sundays to do my prepping on Sundays. And one of the things that has really saved me a lot of times is boiling those eggs for my meal preps through the week uh, for my breakfast. Uh, And I can just grab those two eggs, and my particular brand is a vegetarian, vegetarian eggs, pull those two uh, eggs out of my meal prep or take my meal prep to work and I'm good for breakfast. Or one of the other things that I do is I've begun to do is I prepare what's called a quinoa porridge, a creamy quinoa porridge, and I cook the preps of porridge beforehand and the cream with almond milk and and I have my fresh fruit and I've already prepared my my mix, which mm-hmm. includes coconut, almonds, and dried cranberries. And and those are the kinds of things that you begin you begin to shop for those things that you can prep somewhat beforehand and involved and and, and include that fresh fruit or uh, include the vegetables to throw in. 
that's what Shay, what about your ideas on? Okay, Shay, what's, what are your ideas on? You know, I get that. I get that question all the time. Um, everybody, yeah. as many people that don't eat breakfast, are as many people that always say, "What should I eat for breakfast?" And um, one of the things that I think prevents a lot of people is they don't have time. They don't yeah. um, meal prep. Meal prepping is ideal if you're in that stage. And if you're ready for that, but some people, they just say, they just go on a whim and they say, I'm not really ready to start a regimen yet. I just want to grab something quick. And I think the biggest thing that you can do is be smart in your grocery shopping. When you add in things like um, um, oatmeal packets and, um, like she said, there's cream of wheat packets and porridge packets and you get fruit and you make fruit salads. Um, that's something you can do simple. You can get um, a blender or a Nutribullet and you can just get your vegetables and your fruit and your protein shake and, your, and you just throw it into a blender and you let it do what it does and you grab it and go. You know, those are are simple things that you can do in five minutes sometimes, and, um, and and they're kind of mindless, so you don't have to sit and cook if you don't have time or if you wake up late or if you're you're running out the house and you just want something fast. And so you just begin to shop things like um, you can have your eggs or or you can um, buy some of the um, breakfast items, like they have um, breakfast sandwiches now that you just pop in the microwave or um, – and they're vegan or they're vegetarian or um, they're gluten-free, or you can make wraps. Uh, I do uh, breakfast wraps sometimes, and um, I, like she said, I, I meal prep them on Sundays, and then I put them in the refrigerator and I just grab from them. And so it's already made. I don't have to think about it. I just grab it and go. And you just really kind of find what's realistic for your lifestyle. Because some yeah. people don't want to eat eggs. They don't want to um, eat vegetables and fruit every morning. They like heartier meals. And so once you know that that's what you like, then when you're grocery shopping, you, you, you pick a day of the week. Sunday is usually ideal or Saturdays because it's, it's before the week starts. And you, you buy items, you, you go to the store and you pre-plan what can I eat and what can I cook fast. And so good things like oatmeal, that's always going to be a great thing. If you can get oatmeal packets, if you can get fruit, if you can get easy vegetables, things that you don't have to cook, and you can just eat raw if you like them that way, um, cottage cheese, if you like that type of thing. Um, a good rule of thumb is always going to be uh, protein, carbs, and veggies. If you remember that combination, you can eat anything together, and it's going to be a good meal for you. So it can be cottage cheese, um, lettuce, and uh, apples. Some people eat things like that. If you want just cottage cheese and an apple and maybe a banana and you start the day that way, but smoothies are always going to be simple, um, simple things that you really don't have to spend a lot of time in the kitchen. If you're, if you're a mom or if you're busy or if you're a career person that just doesn't have time or you don't like to cook and you don't yeah. want to spend time in the kitchen, then you can uh-huh. just, um, in your shopping, grab simple things that you can just grab on the run. And fruits and vegetables are a great way to start the morning. Um, things like oatmeal, porridge, quinoa. You can make quinoa on a Sunday and eat from that in individual meals. I do that a lot. I make one big thing of quinoa. Um, some people, it's funny because many people don't know how no, don't know what quinoa is, and they see it all the time, but they don't realize it because it's Q U I N O A, and so most people say quinoa, and they don't know that's quinoa, so they hear people saying quinoa all the time. <laughs> And and I get people like, I didn't even know that's how you say it. But right. if you make it on Sundays the same way you make rice and you replace it mm-hmm. with rice and you can put it in your breakfast, you can put it in your lunch, you can put it in your dinner, you can eat it in all three, and it's a great alternative for um, you can eat it cold, you can eat it hot, you can eat it. I eat it sometimes with um, blueberries and I put arugula and I put um, tomatoes and lemon and um, quinoa, and I eat that as a meal because it's, quinoa is going to be, if you're a vegan, it's going to be one of those things that are going to give you complete proteins because when you're vegan, you're looking for ways to replace protein in a good way and still get a sufficient right. amount, and quinoa is a great right. way to do that. So that's one of the best ways you can add into your breakfast. Now, one of the things that keeps people from, well, there's two things, I think two main things that keep people from, even thinking about this healthy eating thing. One is expense, 
They think it's just too expensive, and the other is taste. They just think everything's going to taste awful. And so you were just giving some great ideas about ways to actually make things taste better. And so, Leslie, what can we do to um, save? Because it's, it, can be, it can be pretty expensive to eat healthy sometimes. It can, uh, and it's, it's, it's a process of learning and growing, just like with anything else. Uh, and the transition process, uh, I would encourage anyone not to get frustrated. It's kind of like uh, or similar to someone going from being used to having a perm that would straighten their hair to going back to the natural state of their hair. It's a process of change, and that's that's the same way we have to look at it even as it relates to losing weight. One of the things that I suggest is don't give up on the process. Do your research. Um, look in look in the circulars before you plan your meals, mm-hmm. or the you know what we get in the mail in terms of the deals that are at the various grocery stores. Um, also, shopping the perimeter of the store. I started that years ago, and that would eliminate all of the process. Kind of. Uh, help you along in the process of eliminating the processed food. Because if you notice, most of the processed food, the dried cereals and the cookies and all of that, is in, it's in the center aisles. So one of the mm-hmm. things that, that I read years ago and I began to start doing years ago is to shop the perimeter. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would first go for the grains or the pastas, you know, and mm-hmm. especially when I didn't have a lot of money. You know, right. I would right. go for the pastas first a lot of time because pastas are between uh, what sixty nine sometimes and uh, on up depending upon what type of pasta we get. And even with that, you have to portion that out. You don't want to eat too many carbs because you're just you'll begin to really put on the weight. So with anything, right. it's it's moderation. Right. But right. following some right. of those tips and some of those strategies help a lot with saving money. I'm not a big couponer. I've tried it. Mm-hmm. I have not mastered that yet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that that is not my thing and everybody's not a couponer and but some people do really well at that and it works for them and that's that's okay too. Yeah. We all have now different tastes something. and we have to find the store too that, that yeah. works for us. Some people are Absolutely. big on Aldi's we have Aldi's here in the mm-hmm. Miami, South Florida area, uh, which is mm-hmm. comparable to Trader Joe's. Some people like Trader Joe's mm-hmm. instead. I, mm-hmm. I tend to lean to Trader Joe's, but I have gone to Aldi's. Mm-hmm. We have to find what works for us, and it's a process. Yeah. Now, Shay, I know mm-hmm. personally that you are a coupon queen. Yes. You become. <laughs> yes. So help us out. Help us out. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely uh, the coupon queen, um, and uh, I th- I think it's a combination. You know, I have to agree with Leslie when she says you got to find what works for you. Um, couponing is a process, so if you don't have the time to clip, to save, to chase deals, um, then it becomes tough. You know, and then you're adding that yeah. onto transitioning your lifestyle. That can make it even tougher. So you, can, yeah. but but one thing that you can do is pay attention to those flyers that come into the mail that have those deals for your vegetables. I never used to read those things. I used to read the um, big sale items, the things that, you know, the kids, Mm -hmm. the sugary drinks, all that stuff. And now I pay attention to the vegetables and the fruit. And I also, I look for things like she said, Aldi. I love Aldi. I love there. I have Trader Mm -hmm. Joe's too, but I love Aldi. It's closer. And I can get Mm -hmm. a lot of fresher fruit. They have organic options. And they're they're less than half of what I would pay at Publix or um, Whole Market or Whole Foods or Greenwise. And you just have to find a store in your area. Another great way is finding a green market. I shop green market at least two or three times a month because I can buy Mm -hmm. in bulk so many fruits and vegetables that are homegrown, that don't have all those pesticides, and they're right down the street. And everywhere I've always lived, whether it was close to the city or right now I live out west, and I find them everywhere. There's always one somewhere. And you can buy so many fruits and vegetables, and you spend a fraction of the cost that you would on regular food. But 
that's where it comes into where you have to decide why you're doing what you're doing. And when you do, you have to ask yourself, um, do I deserve to be healthy? Do I want to really be healthy and why am I motivated? You were talking about being um you were talking about being a size two. Well, my hips will never be a two. I don't care what I do. I probably have to go on a crack diet to to be a size two. But it's it's understanding what your body image is and who you are and knowing what's right for you. Because first of all, like she said, the pressures of of everything around you is going to tell you to be this perfect size. But that may not right. be realistic. That might not even be genetically possible for some people. And when you look right. at why you're doing what you're doing, you begin to let go of the things that don't matter. So, And you begin to hold on to the stuff that does. So now you're paying more attention. So you're looking out for those deals. You're looking out for yeah. options. You're looking for ways to eat healthy instead of going and stopping in a drive-through where you can um, just grab like a quick something, and and all of a sudden you start seeing things like Jamba Juice and you start seeing smoothie options and you say, okay, well, you know what, I'll stop here instead of there, and it just becomes a way of life. And once you do that, you are, if you're a budgeting person or you're proactive, you'll begin to see those deals. You'll begin to find them or they'll find you or you'll you'll begin to have conversation, and that's another thing that I do to find deals. I start talking to people, where do you shop? Where do you get what you get? And when I come across a lot of vegans, especially because I know that they're always eating vegetables and fruit, and and they're average people like me, so where do they shop? And so I find out where do you get what you get. And some of them even order, there's ordering services that will deliver it straight to your house for a fraction of what you pay for groceries now. And and even places like Walmart, if you order and they deliver, I mean a Publix, if you order and they deliver, you get 10% savings. And so yeah. there's so many different things that if you just be, if you make it a lifestyle and you begin to look in and you and you understand why you're doing it, then you you start making those habits every day and those habits will push you to pay more attention and to incorporate yeah. things that you weren't paying attention to and and by default you're you'll start to find those deals. You'll start to find those places yeah. that are cheaper. And, and it'll just start right. to pull itself together. Right. And I know for, for my, just my little input, I know that uh, Publix has the BOGOs, the, the two-for-one sales, and then, like you said, the right. green markets, mm-hmm. uh, also known as farmer's markets. And, of course, with farmer's markets, you're, you're supporting farmers and you're cutting out the middleman. That's always a good thing. And like you said, you can buy in bulk and have all those fresh, fresh fruits and, and, and vegetables right at your disposal. And I want to make sure that people know all these A L D as in David I S. I want to make sure that uh, all D. I think it's all D, right? A L D I. Yeah. Or is it A L D I S? L L D. Okay. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that people, um, so that anybody not familiar with it, that store know how to spell it. And so, yeah, these are excellent, excellent ideas. And so, let's get into carbs because I know that that's scares some people. They're thinking, okay, you just said I can eat pasta. Um, you could say I can eat potatoes. So, Leslie, what are, you, what are your thoughts on that? Because, you know, people are like, I, I, don't, I don't know if I can eat carbs, you know. But what do you say to that? Well, let's just say this. Uh, in terms of myself, I've always been a chunky child. I've never been really skinny, even in growing up. Um, got teased very young uh, with with when I was young in, in terms of uh, uh, being a little chunky. Um, and I wouldn't even venture to say fat because I really don't like that word uh, for mm-hmm. anyone. And so I, I encourage those who use that, even in describing themselves, don't use it. <laughs> but yeah, I love right. carbs. I, I love carbs. Um, and I recently learned just in, uh, I'm, I'm a Beachbody coach. That's one of the things that I do in terms of businesses, and one of the things that I've learned even about myself in using portion control containers, uh, uh, 21-day fix portion control containers, is that my portion of carbs before was much more than what I'm attempting to do now. Okay, I'm still on my journey. Even though I am a coach, I'm not where I want to be, and I hope that I'm always continuing to grow in the fitness 
area personally as a mother, uh, continuing to grow as a coach. So I would say with anyone, maybe if you love carbs and you find yourself piling it on, don't put more than one carb on your plate. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. I would suggest. And 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 in our community, in the uh, the community of those who are Af- of African descent, sometimes even with holidays, this past holiday, you could have uh, stuffing on your plate. Then you've got uh, potato salad, and then you have sweet potatoes or yams, and then you. And we tend to put all of that on our plate, and it's more than one carb, and we are really overloading, and that's a lot of times why we are just done after the holiday meal. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> We're done for the count. We're out. <laughs> Don't talk to me about going anywhere. We're on the couch. That's it, you know, because we've overloaded on that. But carbs are not a bad thing. We need that. If you are on a fitness program, if you're working out, daily, you have a rest day, you have a program, you have a schedule, you're going to need that fuel. And as uh, Shay said before, you're, you're eating, you begin to really see the need, okay? You really begin to see the need for certain foods in your diet. I've even felt yeah. I, I not only uh, am working a, a program, a fitness program called 22-Minute Hardcore, daily but i do spin every now and then that takes a great amount of energy <laughs> to complete an hour class of spinning you cannot go into an hour class of spinning or a high intensity workout class or program and you have no fuel you'll feel it you'll feel mm-hmm. that you don't have the energy to perform and it really begins your mind really begins you really begin to think about what did I eat today? Sometimes we forget. What did I eat today? Oh, I didn't eat breakfast. Oh, what I just had an apple for lunch. I was notorious for skipping breakfast. So even when mm-hmm. I spoke about breakfast before, that's been a process of me retraining myself and learning more about eating, you know, those the breakfast, the snack, the lunch, the snack, the dinner. It has really helped with my workout program. Yeah. And it's helped me to complete an hour class of spinning. I see the difference yeah. if I don't eat and when I do. And when I do eat the carb, that's energy. Our bodies need it to perform. So Excellent. with that, I encourage anyone to really begin to look at how many carbs they're putting on their plate. Put more green and more vegetables on your plate than you would the carb necessarily. You know, mm-hmm. put more greens and then the protein, and then look at the carb. But yes, you can have pasta. There's great <laughs> pastas out there. <laughs> you know, well, we are, uh, it's not we are working on less than 20 minutes. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say we're, we're working on okay, less than no 20 problem. minutes left in no. the show. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to say, if anybody has any questions, please call 347-539-5372, or send an email to anikepassionjourney at gmail dot com. And, Shay, I want to get you in on the carb question. What's your rule on carbs? Well, um, I think with anything, uh, like she said, it's moderation. But you got to educate yourself on what carbs are and why they're in your diet in the first place. People will yeah. people do a lot of word-of-mouth dieting. So it's kind of like they hear gluten-free, and then all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, I'm, what's gluten-free? I'm going to buy gluten-free, and they don't even know why. Or they hear... Um, I'm going to cut carbs because I cut my carbs and I lost weight and I want to lose weight and that's the goal. Well, you will lose weight. Um, if if you can imagine it, what carbs, it, it adds fuel to your body, but it's also sustaining your sugar levels and your glucose levels. So when you eat mm-hmm. too much of it and you're throwing that off, you're adding more sugar, which is going to turn into fat. But when you add the sufficient amount, which is why you eat carbs and protein together, sustains your body to function properly. So you need those carbs as fuel, and then you need that protein to balance those carbs to make sure that your body is burning it properly. If you don't, and you just cut the carbs out, you're going to deplete the water. And so you hear people say, oh, I I lost weight. Well, you lost water weight. Because what you're doing is um, 
your your cells are full of water and and the sugar and and your glucose levels is feeding that as you're putting more into your system and so they begin to balloon so you see people they're like oh i put on all this weight that's where it's coming from it's being fed into the fat cells when you the only thing that's going to get rid of those fat cells is not depleting your carbs but burning the fat when you deplete your carbs you only deplete the water so you're just it's almost like you're deflating a balloon and as soon as you put those carbs back into your system, you inflate that balloon again. That's why people will gain seven pounds in two days because all you're doing is replacing the water that you took out of your body when you cut the carbs. So everything that you do, you do it in moderation so you're not throwing your body off whack. So you add more carbs in the morning. You eat more carbs during the time that you need fuel. So in the morning when you're eating fruit and vegetables or a pasta for lunch or even if you have it for dinner but you have a small amount and you only do it every couple of days, um, there's something called carb cycling, which is where on one day you have a high amount of carbs, which means you're just eating a little bit more, and on the second day you're eating a lower amount of carbs. So you're cycling through your body that you're giving it for fuel on the days that you work out heavier, and then less when you can burn it on the days that you're not working out so that your body kind of gets used to when I need the fuel, you're giving it to me like gas. When I don't need that and I need to go into burning mode, I'm eating less carbs so that my body understands this is now fat burning mode. And once you begin to see it like that, a rule of thumb for everyone that asks me what, are they, what should they do about carbs, I always say what time are you most active? That's when you eat your carbs. When you're not active, go lower on the carbs because all it's going to do is sit there. And when you begin to educate yourself more on what carbs are and what works for your individual system, then you can adjust what's going to work for you. Because I may, I may have a regimen in life that requires less carbs. Maybe I sit at the desk most of the time and I'm not really active and I don't go hard in my workout. So I don't need as many carbs as maybe Leslie who might be spinning and swimming and running and CrossFit, Mm -hmm. and she may need a lot of fuel. So you have to Mm -hmm. really stop trying to model yourself after everybody else and do your research on what works for you and really start to be smart about your everyday options. Well, I'm going to go to the next um, email, and um, we're going to move a little bit into exercise. I don't want to um, get out of the conversation without some, something about exercise. And Kip J. out of Atlanta um, recently had foot surgery, and so she you know, can't put weight on the foot. And so when you have an injury or maybe you have bad knees or, or you know, something with your, your lower legs, you, just, you can't really exercise, you know, do a lot of cardio. So what kind of exercising do you recommend for somebody in this position? And I'm going to start with you, Leslie. Uh, Well, I'd have a question about whether she can stand at all. She's going through the healing process with her foot. Can she stand at all? Yeah, she's not able to. No. Yeah, no, she has one of those boots, so she can't actually put um, weight on it. Okay. But she still wants to, you know, exercise. Well, that would have to be recommended by a doctor. Even when after my car accident in in October, around October, September 2015, um, my spine, it was out of whack some. It was not straight, straight. Um, And I went to a chiropractor, and I didn't begin exercising again until my chiropractor released me too. So I really think it, it depends upon the physician and what the physician has to say about how your recovering and your healing is going. Um, that that should be first and for, for, foremost in terms of, uh, and sometimes it's hard, you know, wait, going through that waiting process and allowing your body to heal and recover. But that's important because you don't, you never want to re-injure uh, what you what you've tried to correct or, or you know re-injure what you you injured before, you want to heal. Right. Shay, your thoughts? Um, I've actually had to to recommend some regimens. Uh, I'm not a doctor as well, and I I tell everybody all the time, my advice is always coming from my research, always consult your doctor, and always do your own research. Um, Absolutely. That's very important. Like she said, you always have to check with your doctor. 
But um, in my research, one thing that I found um, to be effective is if you use the um, inflatable body balls, the um, like the yoga ball, one thing that you can do is if you, you can do cardio on it, where if you it'll take the pressure off of your ankle, your foot, if you have knee issues, and you're sitting on the ball, you're bouncing on the ball, you can do exercises and workout. You can even use resistance bands, and you're able to do that with your foot elevated or without having to um, really put any pressure on your foot at all. You can um, you can do aerobic exercises where you are using a light weight. You're sitting on the ball. You're using light weights to um, to do maybe circuit training. So you're doing more reps, but you're doing them faster, so you're getting your heart rate up because really that's what it's about. You're getting your heart rate up. If you can't walk, then your diet is going to play a big part in it, and you want your you want to use some resistance training so that you're challenging your muscles to grow, but you're also getting your heart rate up so that that's burning your fat cells. So the more that you're bouncing on the ball, the more that you are um, speak, picking up the pace and um, using those weights, using the resistance bands, um, they also have those um, scrunchy bands. They're kind of like resistance bands, but you're able to, um, to pull the ball away from wherever you're going to attach the band to so that it creates a higher resistance, and then you're just moving them in and out. You can attach them to your ankle or even um, around your shin, and, and it will allow you to be able to um, challenge yourself and bring up your heart rate. And that's going to help you during the time that you're healing until you can get back to walking. And then you can even do exercises where you're doing yoga, which is going to take pressure off of you completely, but it's going to center your body so that you're burning cells and you're bringing up your heart rate and you're challenging your body to be in those poses, and those poses alone can um, help your body with movement and help to um, build muscle. So those are just some little things that you can do um, while you're waiting to heal. But really that yoga ball is great for taking the pressure off of your ankle, off of your knee. Even if you have some um, spine injury, you can also do it as well because you're sitting on that ball and it's taking the pressure off, and you can use light resistance weight and, and, and high impact. So you're just really just moving fast, and, you're, just, and you're, um, you're elevating your heart rate in the process. Hello? I'm sorry, that was my fault. Technical difficulty, mm-hmm. I apologize. But I do love that the that both of these ladies uh, stressed to make sure that you consult your physician, and they both gave some excellent excellent tips. And um, I was having trouble with my ankle as well, so I, I, I found some chair exercises online. I actually went, I, I'm discovering things on YouTube, <laughs> and so, um, yeah. you know, you might want to also consider that, um, some chair exercises as well. And so... Awesome. All right. We are down to the last seven minutes. This is this 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 flew by and I just wanna say um thank you so much for everybody tuning in and I hope that you got some great information. Um Billy has uh sent me an email. Thank you so much and he said he got some great information. So thank you for tuning in. I really appreciate it. And of course so make sure you tune in to hear him tomorrow. And since we are down to the last seven minutes, what I wanna do is give each of you uh, a chance to give some final thoughts. So, Leslie, would you like to give some final thoughts? I would love to. Um, my final thought is um, basically to encourage everyone that's listening on tonight. Um, that's that's who I am. I am an encourager, and I'm like the biggest cheerleader for anyone who wants to start on this journey or wants to continue on their journey to fitness, health, and wholeness. Um, the holistic approach, as uh, Shay touched upon, um, changes in their lives. And I just want to encourage you to keep going. Don't stop. When it's tempting to give up, don't give up. Keep going. Don't stop. Keep pushing. Uh, find find a community uh, of those that have the same mindset or want the same things that you do that helps to support you in your transition or in your weight loss process because it really, statistically, it helps a great deal to have that support. You don't want to always, always depend on that solely. 
you you want to have a made up mind about what you want to accomplish and what you what goals that you set for yourself and what you want to accomplish because even when it comes down to it and you do join a gym they're going to ask you those questions how much weight do you want to lose what are your goals even when you're de- you're dealing or you've hired a trainer they're going to ask you those types of questions so begin to start the process of of going online, doing your research, and really looking within yourselves as to what do I want to accomplish in 2017? How much weight do I want to target losing? By by what time do I want to do this? You know, don't give up on yourselves because, again, it's a process and it's a journey. Don't allow Shay? frustration to stop oh. you. Absolutely. Shay? Um, I, I couldn't agree with Leslie more. Um, I w- if I were to add anything, I would say that um, my own personal journey, it began from understanding why I needed to do it and and knowing that it was for me. It wasn't for a bikini. It wasn't for a black dress. It wasn't for a trip. It wasn't for a diet. It was for my life because that's why you're doing it. You're either going to take care of your body or your body's going to shut you down. And you don't know sometimes what genetically you're prone to. So sometimes you could have these things that creep up on you and you didn't even know it was coming or or that these habits that you've built for a lifetime that were passed down genetically, as she said, you know, through generations. And, And now it just all of a sudden you realize that it wasn't good for you. So you have to understand and target why you're doing what you're doing and know that it can't be influenced by social media or by some model or by someone who doesn't even have your body type because, first of all, a lot of that's not even real. And so you're modeling yourself after somebody who spent thousands in surgery and and they did things that you will never do naturally because they couldn't do it either. So you have to love yourself and think of yourself in rewarding yourself, not punishing yourself. Eating well is not a punishment. It's a reward to your body. You're, you're taking care of the gift that God gave you. Your life is a gift from God, and what you do with that life is your gift back to God. So what you're saying is that I'm taking care of me because I want to I die, you know, young at an old age. I want to live. I, you can't – we're in the beginning of a new year and most people, they have all these resolutions and all these things you want to do and no energy. Well, you don't have energy because you're not investing into your health. And if you don't invest into your health, then how can you ever really accomplish those things that you set out if you don't have energy to go to the gym, if you don't have energy to work harder or open your business or do these things? So understanding why you're taking care of your body and why you're taking care of yourself is very important, and you start there, and you take the pressure off. And you say to yourself, I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be healthy. Anything else is going to be stressful. If, you, if you're searching for a bikini because everyone else wants to see you in a bikini or because you think it's going to help you get someone or, or look a certain way or, or do something, then you'll find out when you don't reach it, all you did was put pressure and stress on yourself. And so loving yourself is the key to beginning this journey and knowing that it's for life. So adjusting as you need to. Don't punish yourself. Just readjust. Yeah. You ate more cake than you should, readjust. You you drank soda yeah. and you said you weren't, readjust. You uh, need to drink more right. water. I, Your skin right needs to clear. I, know, I know. I wish you would keep going, but I want to have stopped right there because we only have 90 seconds left. So thank you, ladies, so much, and you have a great day. I appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Well, you have been listening to Journey into Passion with Anika S. on Everyday Folks Radio tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. BJ Speaks returns, and he talks what's in store for 2017. Next week, I'll be back to take this weight loss discussion to another level. Make sure that you go to www.facebook.com slash Journey into Passion with Anika S. And I want you to go to, that, um, go to that Facebook page after the show because I am going to actually post a song called Happy New Year by Paul Golak III from his Christmas This Year CD, which I highly recommend for all, all year. I just want you to, to listen to the message of this song because I think it will inspire you. I hope you have a great 
a great success, and I wish you great success on your, on your journey towards your passions. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.